It's 11 minutes before the hour. You're listening to Raven Radio, KCW, in Sitka. Today is Monday, August 9th. I'm Meredith Reddick with Raven News. Between Friday and Sunday, Sitka reported 13 new coronavirus cases. Twelve of the cases are Sitka residents, according to the city's COVID dashboard. Nine of the new cases were experiencing symptoms at the time of testing. Four cases are listed as community spread and three are secondary, meaning they tested positive after known contact with another person who tested positive for the virus. Sitka's case rate continued to drop over the weekend, down to an average of 11 cases per day. Nevertheless, the city's COVID alert level remains high and will remain on high until the community hits an average of one case per day for two weeks. Heavy rainfall is predicted for most of southeast Alaska this week. In some parts of the state, the rainfall levels could lead to flooding and increase the risk of landslides in some areas towards the end of the week. According to a special weather statement from the National Weather Service in Juneau, multiple weather systems will bring heavy rain to the panhandle from late Sunday through the end of the week. The special statement is issued for most southeast communities, including Sitka, Yakutat, Elfin Cove, Pelican, Port Alexander, Angoon, and Cake. Parts of the northeast gulf are expected to see the most rain, anywhere from 1 to 4 inches through Tuesday morning, and beginning on Wednesday, an atmospheric river will develop. It's still unclear when the heaviest rain will fall, but according to the statement from the Weather Service, a few areas will likely see an additional 3 to 6 inches of rain by Friday. The filing period to run for local office closed at 5 p.m. Friday, and the list of candidates for open seats is smaller than usual. KCW spoke with Municipal Clerk Sarah Peterson shortly after the filing period ended. She said there was no last-minute filing rush at City Hall this year. Incumbent Assemblymember Kevin Mosher, former Fire Chief Dave Miller, and former Sitka Tribe of Alaska Tribal Council member Rachel Moreno are all vying to run for two open seats on the Sitka Assembly. Incumbent Valerie Nelson has said she will not run again. It's no contest for the two open school board seats. Incumbent and board president Amy Morrison is in the running, along with newcomer Todd Gebler. Two-term incumbent Eric Van Sice said he will not run again. Sitka's municipal election is Tuesday, October 5th. In the first of our series of interviews with candidates for municipal office in Sitka, KCW's Catherine Rose spoke with one-term incumbent Kevin Mosher. When incumbent Kevin Mosher ran for a seat on the Sitka Assembly three years ago, he was concerned about the rising cost of living and the rising cost of local government. I saw a steep increase in the utility rates. It just kept going up and up and up. And uh, I ran on that, that we can't keep doing that forever, and I still stand by that. In his first year on the Assembly, Mosher pushed hard for a pause on rate increases with some success. Along with other Assembly members, he called for a temporary hiring freeze at City Hall, and the group established a subcommittee to review city jobs as they became vacant. During his tenure, he also supported the hiring of a D.C. lobbying firm in the hopes of bringing more federal dollars to Sitka, and voted to reestablish the city's public relations post with grant-writing responsibilities. And while he voted against a resolution declaring a climate emergency... He later co-sponsored an ordinance to establish a climate action task force. 
I've said that I believe climate change is real. I'm not entirely convinced. I'm not 100% sure yet on how, you know, much we can do to control that, that we need to move forward with environmentally friendly uh, things with a light or low carbon footprint. And so that's why I want to get behind this. I, I see it happening. I think it's a positive. And I want it to happen in a positive way. Not all of those decisions were popular. And like most assembly members who were new to public office, Mosher says his first few years in the role were a learning curve. Trying to encompass and represent an entire population that has very diverse opinions is a huge challenge. But I think the biggest thing is I've learned and I'm trying to learn to listen to all sides of every discussion or thought process, not just those that I tend to agree with, because everyone's opinion matters. He says he's become more flexible in the last year or two and tries to strike a balance between maintaining city services and keeping costs down. And his perspective on rate increases changed a bit after sharing a cup of coffee with a Sitkin, who he says had historical knowledge of the city's budget. After that, I did do some more research and thought about it, and I came to the conclusion that, yeah, going forward, we need to try to uh, to do inflationary increases just to keep up so we can keep up our infrastructure funds because there's a lot of work that needs to be done. I'm trying to, at this point, I've decided to try to just slow the rate of increase. We, we There's a lot of things we can't control but we have to try to work on what we can control. Mosher joined the Sitka Assembly while the sale of Sitka Community Hospital to the Southeast Alaska Regional Health Consortium was in progress. He wasn't a fan of the sale at the time, but in retrospect, he believes it was the right call. Shortly after the Assembly approved the sale documents, Mosher co-sponsored a resolution to fire the former city administrator. You know, the former administrator is a good man. I just don't think he was the perfect fit for it. And it was just something that I felt very strongly that we needed a change of direction, and we need to do it quickly. Um, I never meant to hurt anyone, ever. Um, I would have preferred that the whole process would have been done a lot more quietly, but it, it was what it was. But we, um, and so I wish all the best for, for our former administrator. The Assembly later hired John Leach, who took the reins of the city shortly before the coronavirus pandemic hit Alaska. Mosher says they were lucky to end up with an administrator with experience in emergency management and is proud of the work Leach is doing. If re-elected, Mosher says he's focused on promoting community affordability and economic growth. And he hopes his experience will help him navigate the challenges Sitka may face in the next three years. Uh, these are very turbulent times. I want to be help provide stability, and uh, I believe that I offer a balanced view. I try to. I feel like I just am just now getting kind of used to things and, and in the flow, and I want to continue and give more back. If re-elected, Kevin Mosher will serve a three-year term on the Sitka Assembly. Reporting in Sitka, I'm Catherine Rose. Kevin Mosher is one of three candidates running for two open seats on the Sitka Assembly. Raven News will bring you interviews with the candidates this week. The Delta variant of the coronavirus is tearing through Alaska and the U.S. right now, driving up infection numbers primarily in unvaccinated people. But a fair number of vaccinated individuals are affected, too, leading many to wonder if the next variant will be even worse. KCW's Robert Woolsey recently attended a teleconference with the state's top epidemiologists and doctors to learn more about what might come next. I wasn't reassured when virologists started naming variants of the coronavirus with letters of the Greek alphabet. 
There are 24 of them, after all, which suggests plenty of room for growth. But so far, only the Delta variant has become a household term. The three other variants of concern hardly get a mention, nor do the many past and present variants of interest. But that's because not every mutation of the virus makes it more virulent. Sometimes the opposite occurs. It's important to remember that these mutations are happening all the time, and sometimes they're less advantageous for the virus. And sometimes they are more advantageous in terms of increasing transmissibility, uh, which is what we're seeing with the Delta virus. Dr. Lisa Rabinowitz is a staff physician in the Alaska Division of Public Health. Coronaviruses are remarkable for being very fast replicators, but that speed comes at the expense of accuracy, you might say. The RNA in a coronavirus is a single-stranded molecule, unlike the classic double-stranded helix of DNA that most of us have heard about in pop culture. Dr. Coleman Cutchins, clinical pharmacist for the state, likens the speedy replication of a coronavirus to passing a note. Anytime a virus replicates and creates a new virus, it's sort of like if you had a letter and then you were going to handwrite it again on another piece of paper. Dr. Ann Zink, the state's chief medical officer, agrees She says that the single-stranded coronavirus is a messy replicator and could evolve into a more benign form. But she warned that the global scale of the pandemic was creating an opportunity for more worrisome variants, too. In 1918, during the Spanish flu pandemic, the world had under 2 billion people. Now the population is almost four times larger. So just the number of people that we have in the world exposed to this virus right now is part of the reason why we are seeing just this virus continue to change because it's having so many options to replicate versus if it was not widespread, it wasn't around, or we didn't have as many people in the world. So all of those things play a factor in how many how many mutations we may see. One of the biggest factors in our favor now versus 1918 is the existence of the messenger RNA vaccines, which help our immune system make it more difficult for coronaviruses to do what they're already bad at. And lastly, there's this other way to interfere with viruses. For me, I'm definitely masking up again when I go inside, um, you know, grocery stores and, you know, other public indoor settings. That's Dr. Joe McLaughlin, Alaska's top epidemiologist. Masking likely helped stem recent surges in Juneau and Sitka, both highly vaccinated communities, and played a huge role in protecting people prior to the vaccine. And they will again regardless of how many variants this particular pandemic produces. Reporting in Sitka, I'm Robert Woolsey. And in Sitka today, the weather will be cloudy with scattered rain showers, highs in the upper 50s and south winds 10 to 15 miles an hour. I'm Meredith Reddick, and this has been Raven News. Raven News.